0: This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles.
3: It is the I Couple, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there wherever there may be. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. We got Jody Ayler, host of The Drive. That's weekday mornings on Fox Sports 910 in Phoenix. And, Rob, we were in Phoenix right after the Kevin Durant trade was made. We were there for the Super Bowl, broadcasting the show. And to say they were optimistic is an understatement.
5: Are you you kidding me? When we were there, they were cutting confetti, Chris, getting
3: the confetti ready. And, Rob, I mean, Phoenix, they've never as good as the Suns franchise has been. It's never won a championship an NBA championship and so that was what they were excited about. They thought they Kevin Durant, Devin Booker and Chris Paul were going to deliver that and now instead you're looking at an offseason where you know you're rebuilding or you know not rebuilding but making a lot of big changes and hoping to come back with a different squad around Durant and uh, Booker and I said Rob, I thought this would have been a great – it obviously didn't happen, didn't come close to happening. But, you know, obviously Kevin Durant and Charles Barkley have gone at each other. And wouldn't it have been incredible for Durant? Like you talk about the ultimate trump card would have been if he had gone, been able to go to Phoenix, and maybe he will in the future. But if he's able to lead Phoenix to a championship – when Charles Barkley couldn't. And Barkley, I mean, Phoenix is the team Barkley's most associated with. He played in Philadelphia. He played in Houston. Well, he lives out there, though, in Arizona now, right. With, yeah, with Phoenix. And so that's something Durant could have done, I thought, but obviously fell short this year.
5: Yeah, I mean, um, so many things didn't work out for the Suns and – It's unfortunate, but it it, it is what it is. Those things happen. Uh, Guys get hurt. Kevin Durant can't stay healthy in his career ever since uh, that injury with the Warriors that probably, you know, cost him a championship in that against Toronto, Chris. So it's been like that for him, and it's unfortunate because he's not getting any young. He's 34. Like, he's not getting younger.
3: A lot of times we tend to think, you know, we act like, oh, everybody's going to be like Tom Brady. That's how they're acting in New York with Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. And maybe he will. Some people will, maybe, and play great late in their career. But 34 generally been like when guys decline, superstars. And Kevin Durant's played 15 years. So if he – and he – look, we don't see any – I mean, his numbers are terrific. His regular season was terrific. He just wasn't, you know, last two years in the playoffs, he has not been the Kevin Durant we've all come to know and love. Well, so we'll see. He's got to stay healthy, and we'll see if they can, you know, reload around him and Booker. But, Rob, the Knicks down 54-50 early in the third. Interesting stuff going on. Jalen Brunson's delivering, but his teammates are not. Julius Randle, who was an all-NBA player, and I had him on my ballot, third team, five points, two for eight. R.J. Baird, who's played pretty well in these playoffs, 10 points, one for five. Now, here's the thing. On the other side, Jimmy Butler has not been Jimmy Buckets. He's only got nine points. He's three for 10 from the floor. Only Bam out of Bayou's in... uh, double-figure scoring for the Heat. He's got 17. So both teams are struggling offensively. But, Rob, if I'm the Knicks, I got to get some cushion. I'm not saying a blowout cushion, but I just don't want to be in a tight game with Jimmy Butler on the other side. No, it's actually
5: what we just saw last night. Like, the Knicks should take advantage of that. They should have a lead if Jimmy Butler's struggling. Like, he's their big guy. So so the Sixers weren't really able to do that yesterday with Tatum, and then Tatum came back to bite them in the fourth quarter. Right. And this is what Jimmy Butler might wind up doing to the Knicks. Like the Absolutely. game is close. The Knicks should have a lead. Jimmy Butler's scuffling a little bit. And instead, they'll hang around, hang around, have a little lead, and then Jimmy Butler will make baskets at the end. That, that's – If I'm the Knicks, it would be a wasted opportunity.
3: I hope the Knicks can pull it out. I'd love to see a game seven at the Garden. That'd be be hot, but uh, we'll see. They got a long way to go. Um, Let's go to Nikola Jokic, Rob. And this dude is just, you know, continuing to play phenomenal basketball. And it's interesting, a lot of the heat that he's caught, has been because, oh, he hadn't been to the finals. He's got two MVP awards. Y'all want to give him three, and he hasn't been to the NBA finals. But, and you brought this up with Durant, you know, injuries and other things that happen that that play into a guy not advancing. Well, it's been the same thing for Nikola Jokic. The, in the bubble, they went to the Western Conference Finals. And Jokic was just coming of age at that point. He was 24 years old. It was only his fifth NBA season. And, Rob, that year he only averaged – it wasn't even quite 20 points a game. It was nineteen nine, and then uh, below 10 assi- uh, rebounds, 9.7 rebounds, and seven assists a game. So he was – it was really like his second great year. He had had some good years. It was his second year as an All-Star, but that was his second great year. And so they get to the conference finals, and everybody's on Jokic watch. And then the next season, he wins the MVP. I voted for him. 26-11-8, he averaged. His numbers were ridiculous. Almost shot 40% from three. Obviously, he was great from the line and from the field. He always is. But they go out early. That that year in the playoffs, they get swept in the second round by Phoenix. But alas, no Jamal Murray. All right, so that's a factor. And then the next season, he wins MVP again, and they get beat in five by Golden State. But alas, no Jamal Murray. Right. And so, look, you take away the second guy from – I mean, Rob, LeBron's always had a superstar next to him when he's one big. Um, or it, when he's been in the finals, the one year I get – well, he's been there a couple times in Cleveland, his first go-round without having a star beside him. Obviously, the Miami years, he was stacked – The Cleveland years, they still had – they had at least one star, if not two, healthy when he was there. Except that last year after the Kyrie trade, I mean, Kevin Love at that point wasn't really a star. But even the great LeBron James needed – and you see in L.A., Anthony Davis needed that second guy with him. And so I think those are things, you know, we need to look at when we look at Jokic's – you know, up and down postseason runs, but this year, Rob Jamal Murray's healthy, and make no mistake, Jokic is the reason <laughs> that they are this far. You, Murray's been very good. He is a no, nah, it's Jokic. Good second Everybody guy. knows it. But Anybody, it's
5: Jokic, absolutely. Yeah, he's been tremendous, and that's why. You know, I was a little down on people. Chris, you were one of them that were saying, "Well, he had not done anything in the postseason yet," and I was like, "I well, didn't say that." What?
3: I didn't when say that. That he didn't do anything in the postseason. Well, but the idea my that reason,
5: my reason, about, about the historical part. Of, but one of the things that I yeah, did it wasn't say about was the playoffs. Yeah. was that what if he, you know, he wins the third one and then wins a championship? Like we don't know the end of the story, which could happen. And then it's funny the year that he didn't get the MVP, he actually winds up winning a championship. So I was just saying that the postseason is so hard to guess or or take into consideration. It's supposed to be about the regular season, and and I don't have a problem with Embiid winning, but I'm just saying like, you know, negating somebody because Giannis kind of went through this when he got when he lost to Miami. You remember like. That year after, oh, Giannis needs to go join the Heat. Uh, he'll never win in Miami. I mean, he'll never win in Milwaukee. He's got to get out of there. He's wasting his career. They, they don't have enough and all that. And then what do you do? Come back and win
3: a championship? Yeah, I mean, for me, yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't getting into an MVP discussion, but for me, not. No, no, no. I'm my just, historical precedent with Jokic, or at least the historical. Element into my voting for Embiid was that if you're going to win a third straight, then you have to be, your season has to be like eons ahead of the next, the other candidates. And I didn't think it was. I thought Embiid had a phenomenal year. He had better clutch numbers. Obviously Giannis did his thing. And Jokic was right there too. They were all very close. But that was my thing. Like it had, Jokic would have had to be like, Far and away, it was just I uh, look. It's undeniable, and I didn't think it was. So that that was. It wasn't about the playoffs for me. And if to me, Rob, if he wins it this year, like say he wins the finals, I don't think that negates the MVP vote at all. I, didn't I don't say, think people I didn't should never look and that. say, "Oh my gosh, we blew it." it no, I didn't been say New that, kids.
5: but I. But there were people talking about his postseason. And I just don't think that that's your factor into a regular season award that's just me I, I, it doesn't matter because we don't know what could could happen uh so so to use that as a reason uh why some, you you shouldn't vote for somebody is i think is a mistake that that's just my point
3: this guy and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because he you know he's got a long way to go i he right he now want anything I'm thinking, he just plays playing great but he didn't want anything right I'm thinking. I might take winner of the – I mean, I've been with Golden State, so if they win this series against the Lakers, I'm sticking with them. Um, And I'll probably pick the Lakers. Might go Lakers in the next round but uh, if they advance. But, Rob, if he were to go on and win the championship, I mean, (laughs) I don't know what there would be to say he's not the best in the world. Just, I mean, he's not the defender that – you know, Giannis and Embiid are, but rebounding is a defensive stat. Certainly on the defensive end, and he's not like the best offensive reader mo- rebounder. Most of his rebounds are on the defensive end, and that is that's big. That's a part of defense. So it's not like he's a minus for you on that side of the ball. But and and if he does get to do what we just said, Rob, win a championship this year, then he will have he will have had such a well, I mean, beating the Warriors would be big because they're the Warriors, but they don't have a great center that he'd have to go to. Now, he would have to solve Draymond Green, and that's big because Draymond, even though he's short, is a great defender, even against some bigs. But, Rob, if he were to go through Anthony Davis, <laughs> I mean, you assume he's not, like, dramatically outplayed and he, he gives it to A.D., and then gets to the finals. I don't think neither of us thinks Embiid will be there. But if if he were now, Embiid demolished him in the one regular season matchup. But it's one game. But Embiid was just killing him. But um, that would be a road that you would say, man. And, and Boston, if they get Boston, that's a great defensive team. You'd have to give him love. But the dude is phenomenal, and the way he does it, Rob, is so unique. Um, I, what? Go ahead, because I got I got one more thing to say. But I want to just.
5: Yeah, just KD had high praise for him, and I, I thought that was uh, honorable. You know, to give the guy love for wh- yeah, how well he's played. Yeah. yeah, everybody doesn't do it, but I thought KD was. Uh, I thought that was good to see him just. I give don't the know guy how, love.
3: but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't expect anything else though.
5: No, but Would some you? people you don't. But you don't. Yeah, you don't have to say anything. You're not that you're. You don't have to. You don't. You look. You would look stupid not giving. Yeah, any... I agree. But I, I'm sure there have been guys who have just kind of what it is. What it is. I don't really want to get into raving about the other players. We lost. I'm upset. Oh, okay, but not that's ripping what I'm talking you. about. Yeah. Not, or, or no, be, no, 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 okay, not right. ripping them, but not no. giving them any love.
3: Okay. Um, I, I think Rob too, and I'll be quick because we're going to get to some listeners. Um. You always hear this, you know, and, and I don't, you know, the 80s, the 90s, they weren't athletic. They, uh, you know, honestly, Rob, if Jokic was getting busy like this in the 90s, people today would look at him and be like, Psh, you really think Jokic would be able to do that today? He can't jump. He can't run. You know what I mean? They would be saying that. Some people, I think, think that about Larry Bird. They might know he's so great, you can't really say that publicly, but they look at him like, really? He was killing cats? Wearing those short shorts, right? Right. (laughs) They look at and, and my point is, Rob, it's about skill. This shows you, yes, there's a certain degree. He's big, so he's got size. Um, but Luca's the same way, Chris. He's not yes. like he's not
5: like an athletic specimen or anything. Came in, come in most years out of shape, overweight. And he's a player, though.
3: Yep. it's that's that's just for all the young bucks that want to say, oh, guys weren't as athletic back then. Or you see a guy that was a great player that wasn't incredibly athletic. Don't belittle him. This is a sign to you that there's ballers out there. You don't have to be the most athletic, but are you skilled? Are you a smart player? And that's what Nikola Jokic is. So we're going to throw it out to you. 877 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Your thoughts on Nikola Jokic, have they changed? I mean, I, I was never down on him. But some people apparently were. Twitter has at him. I mean, not not now. I don't know what Twitter could say, but they generally have had at Jokic and thought he was just a numbers guy. What do you think now? Has your opinion of the big man changed Thus far in these first two rounds of the playoffs. 87799 on Fox, You'll turn away in.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking what in God's name is the fifth hour? I'll tell you, it's a spin-off of the Ben Maller show cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture if you will a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the 5th Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
5: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover,
2: Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s
5: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming
2: an Icon.
7: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
3: You got, you took down your iCouple backdrop in a hurry. You got a hot date you getting ready for? Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I'm I'm flying to New York uh, tonight. Oh, <laughs> yo! They uh, two seventy five Park. Next time you're in New York, maybe we do a show from there. We can yeah work yeah it yeah. Out. No, I definitely. I'll show, you know what? I'll, show. Be,
5: I'll be. back in June, Chris. Uh, I'm speaking about the New York Times in school. Okay. In June, so that'll be a good time to do it. I'll plan it out. Yeah, How this long time, will you be there? I'm gonna be in town for a week. That time. Okay. So, we'll so that'll be a work perfect out, time. A yeah, I'll, I'll give you the date so that you guys can make it happen. Uh, going to a wedding on Long Island uh, this weekend. You know, I've been back and forth to the East Coast. Has been a yeah. lot, but yeah. it's my uh, friend uh, Jim, his son Chris, who I've gotten to know and becomes friends with. He's getting married, so
3: I can't. All miss right, it. congratulations to Chris. Um, yes. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is your turn to weigh in on uh, Jokic. Have your thoughts about him changed during these playoffs, Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox.
5: All right, let's kick it off with uh, Kevin in Chicago. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Kev?
9: What's up, guys? Yeah, to call and talk about Jokic because I've uh, been a fan of him for three years. And, man, what a, um, what a treat to watch him play. But at the same time, the vitriol spewed his way for various reasons. I don't know what the reasons are, the dude's humble as can be. It barely says anything, but for whatever reasons, a lot of people had a problem with them. I don't know what the deal is, but I think a lot of the narrative was, what the MVP was, was analytics. it's analytics, it's these nerdy analytic dudes with their numbers and whatever, but all you gotta do is watch them. It's the eye test, you don't know ball. It's the athletes versus the nerdy writers and their numbers. Well, I think um, the nerdy analytics theater being proven correct.
3: No, Um, the dude is awesome. Like you said, you watch him. You don't see him high flying and dunking and all that stuff. But his passing ability, like I said, Rob, I think he's the best passing center ever. Uh, rebounds the ball, scores from the three-point line all the way to the rim, like backs guys down when he has a size advantage. Um, man, dude is legit, ain't no doubt. No
5: no, no doubt about it. Dustin in Denver, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dustin?
9: Hey, gentlemen. I'm going to try to be as nice to you as I can possibly. I have a good mother, so I'm going to be nice as I mm. can be. But I'm going to tell the national media right now a couple of things. I've been watching NBA religiously since 1991. I've seen some of the best big men that have ever played this game. Nikola Jokic is absolutely on par with Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm. He is on par with some of the best bigs that have ever played. The lack of knowledge about the sport, the teams that play in it from the national media is disgusting. I mean, I just listen to you guys tell me why, you know, now I'm not saying it's your opinion, but I'm just letting I'm just saying that you guys have just spent this time telling us that oh well, Jokic isn't any good because he can't make it past certain rounds in the playoffs. Well,
3: ho- hold on, no, on. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, dude. Look, when at the did, hold up. look at his role. When did we say that? Ten minutes ago, I heard the whole thing. We, we didn't talk about. Did has, we say that? I'm not no.
5: saying you.
9: I'm not saying you. I'm you saying said you. us. You said no, us. No,
5: we, we didn't say that. We didn't say
3: dude, that. So I you know. got to clean that up.
9: I'm telling you.
5: Okay, so you said that other people made
9: the point. Okay, that's what I'm going to be clear. That other people made the point that because you know he won an MVP and then and then you know got bounced in the next. uh, Right. I said
5: that it wasn't fair. Didn't I say that, Chris? Right. I I said it wasn't fair to do that. You did, but you didn't say who those guys were. I mean you're talking I'm about I'm just talking about Austin conversations, yeah, I'm, yeah.
9: Dude, you're talking about Austin Rivers and about and about Monte Morris versus guys like K C E P and Aaron Gordon and uh, Bruce Brown and Christian Brown, I mean legit NBA ballers that can play for any team it's just ridiculous and then i heard i heard i heard one of you pick whoever goes into the second round whether it's the lakers or it's the um uh, yeah the, yeah
3: the so we we don't know ball cuz we picking i pick if, golden state over games. them i don't know ball I know
9: you're not watching games i know you're not watching games you I I watch his uh,
3: games He just just uh, – listen up he just, uh, just, uh, just, 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 just disagrees with here. you right, right you're not going to call up here and tell me it, i don't watch games it and when Chris, i have to be accountable for what i say on television and radio, so I better watch the games. But it, but it ain't an exact and, and science. And Golden State, look, but, I know, I'm know i going to finish because he, he, this news is insulting us, or me at least. So I'm going to give you something back, and I hope he's still on the line. It sounds like he might not be. But Golden State beat them in five games last year. Now, I know Jamal Murray wasn't there, but Jamal Murray is not all-world, Now, and Denver might beat them. Don't get me wrong. It'll be a good series. But for you to act like somebody who has the audacity, how dare they pick the Lakers or the Warriors over Denver? You're not watching basketball. Stop it. And if you're off the line, call back next week so you can have a few more minutes and we can go at it again. And, and, like, and just put, a, look, I like Jokic, position. but don't put him on a Eli- Hakeem Olajuwon's level just yet. All right? Hakeem Olajuwon was the best player in the world for a time and won back-to-back championships. So don't put him on his level just yet because he ain't half the defender, defender, that Hakeem Olajuwon was. You ain't watching ball. 1991, dude, please. How about 1971? call up here
5: acting like you you be Brown. But my only thing is, just because you didn't pick Denver in the next round... As, right. if that, as if it's an exact science and, like, Thank you. it's ludicrous. Like, <laughs> like, that's the part that I didn't understand. Like, okay, all of his other points, I don't have an issue. But to say that you don't watch ball because you didn't pick Denver, really? What? Is, is it, is it that, Dude, what are you doing calling us on the radio show? You should take every nickel you have, Chris, and be headed to Las Vegas since you know that they're winning the next round regardless,
3: right? Come on. Absolutely. Absolutely, and let's see if they lose in the next round. Let's see, I have him call back, Mister Basketball Savant. What was his name? What was his name? Uh that was who was that?
5: From Denver. Dustin? Where uh, was Dustin. he? Is he in Denver? Du- Dustin in Denver, yeah, of course. Okay,
3: Dustin, make sure you call back next week, since you know the game All better right. than everybody else. All right, uh, Jody Ayler. Of the drive. He's the host of their show on Fox Sports 910 in Phoenix. He'll be calling us back uh, or he'll be joining us in a moment.
4: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: All right. We got uh, our next guest. He's the host of The Drive weekday mornings on Fox Sports 910 in Phoenix. Can't wait to talk to this guy, Jody Ayler. Jody, welcome to the iCouple
10: so, Thanks for having me. I'm just glad someone's excited to talk about the Suns after last night. Especially
5: since the Suns set in the NBA playoffs last night. I'm just (laughs) saying.
3: We were there. Rob and I were there right after the trade was made for the Super Bowl. And and obviously everybody talking on the radio was optimistic. They thought this was the year you're going to win a championship, so on and so forth. How disappointing is this? to not even get close to it, uh, for the Phoenix, for the fans in Phoenix.
10: Well, yeah. I mean, if you break it down, there's two, there's two classes of sort of thinking when it comes to this. One is it's Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. They're the betting favorites. They got to win. It's win now what they gave up. And then the other side of it guys. And I think this is something that you guys well known. Something I've talked a lot about is they had no role players. They had no bench. They had no chemistry. It was, Kind of a pipe dream from the get-go with eight games of regular season experience to think that this team was just going to, I don't know, like Marvel superhero its way through a a Western conference. So I think there's a lot of Suns fans that aren't shocked they didn't win a championship. Guys, I think what everyone's shocked by is another 30-point blowout, basically, Uh -uh. at home in a must-win game. It's really not just about losing. It's how they lost that has kind of flipped the narrative on its head around here.
5: And the reaction of the fans—angry or or just frustrated, mad? Like, um, what? What people had to be angry, right? It's personal. Yeah,
10: it's angry because there's a lot of Suns fans. You know, after 10 years of failure, and then coming up short against the Bucks. This this was not a fan base that was entering the playoffs with a lot of humility. There was a lot of overconfidence because of Kevin Durant, which I think is part of the fun part of sports. So. There's a lot of anger now, and it's mostly directed at Monty Williams. I mean, it's a fan base right now that's ready to run Monty Williams out of town, which wow. is kind of crazy to me. Uh, it's, it's a player league. It's not a coach empowerment league. And I think when Kevin Durant shoots one of his first ten and Devin Booker puts up 12 points in an elimination game and Monty Williams doesn't have any choices up the bench, I, I, I don't know why, but I also understand when you lose the way they have the last two years to finish a season – something's off there's just something off with this franchise so so in other words in other words
5: they'd rather have
3: monty hall than monty williams at this point no (laughs)
10: right exactly (laughs) let's make a deal
3: so where do you let's make a deal you you said it um there are reports that they're going to try to move chris paul deandre ayton um what do you think they'll you know do you think those will be their priorities in the off season and what do people want to see them do like who are some players you think they might be able to bring in
10: yeah, I think uh, I think DeAndre Ayton's pretty much as good as gone, assuming that there is uh, a real market for him. Yeah, obviously, last summer there wasn't a robust market for an offer sheet, but I think that could have been depressed because the Suns were were pretty clearly going to match whatever offer he got, and there's all the cap implications. So I think it's just running its course with Da, and I, I think it's probably time. And I think you know there's a lot of Kyrie Irving smoke. Um, most Suns mm. fans obviously aren't excited about that possibility. I think the Mavericks make sense as a trade partner, but I think trading, I think the Mavericks adding DeAndre Ayton to Kyrie and Luka would probably make more sense, and the Suns could get back Tim Hardaway, you know, Maxi Kleber, and 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 maybe uh, the, the 10th overall pick that the Mavericks have, which is a trade I've been talking about for a few weeks. So there's just not a lot of, you're not going to trade DeAndre Ayton one for one for a great player. He's going to have to be a two for one. They're going to have to get two role players because really it's about who fits in around Kevin Durant and Devin Booker? Even if they had won guys, I don't think you can pay a center who's basically a role player $33 million a year for the next three years. This was probably inevitable in any way. I think the Chris Paul one is interesting. Obviously, his name popped up pre trade deadline, which is usually the precursor to a veteran like Chris Paul actually getting traded. It's hard to put that toothpaste back in the tube. I, I just don't know what his trade value is. Um, right. I, I, they obviously don't have any guards behind him, so they're going to have to get a guard back. So, I think that one's trickier, and I'm very curious to see what teams are interested because my guess would be it's not very good teams looking to save some money, and then he gets bought out and probably ends up in in Los Angeles.
5: Mm, mm. Uh, there's uh, changes coming. There's no doubt about it. Um, the uh, Devin Booker at one point, okay, shooting seventy nine percent from the field. <laughs> you know, I mean, Chris and I talked about it. We were, who is it, Eddie Johnson, Chris? We talked to yeah, yeah, yeah. and we both said uh, we all that that th- this is not going to last. The law of averages. Uh, but when he was shooting like that, people were obviously going crazy over him at how good he played. How surprised are you that he crashed and burned the way it did? I'm
10: pretty surprised. I mean, as you mentioned, uh, we here in Phoenix obviously have a lot of pride in Devin Booker. He's a great player. and I don't think this series changed that. He clearly ran out of gas, and I think Denver deserves a ton of credit. You know, the Suns have been eliminated the last three years, and this is no sort of black mark on Devin Booker's resume. They've been eliminated the last three years by P. honest peak Luka, and peak Jokic. And there's no shame in saying that Devin Booker is just not in the class of those three dudes. He's in the class of a lot of dudes, not those three dudes. I think what's interesting, guys, is this is something that got reported in the local media here today. Devin Booker skipped out after the game yesterday, did not meet with the media. That never happened. Today, exit interviews DeAndre Ayton, Kevin Durant, Monty Williams, a bunch of other Suns players facing the music the next day. Devin Booker skipped out on that as well. Now that's really?
5: bad. That's
10: yeah. bad. That's a bad, bad. Look, especially for a guy, guys, in those three games I mentioned, in those three series, the last three years, elimination games, with the Suns back against the wall, Devin Booker has averaged 14 points in those three games. You can't do so that.
5: That's a bad look.
10: Exactly. And so I, I don't know what the source of that is and what's at the heart of it. Um, Obviously, Suns fans immediately get a little worried that maybe – He's not happy about where right. things are. There's, there's no indication that that's true, other than he has uh, shirked his responsibilities as a great player to face the music, which I think is unfortunate. And, and also, I think it's worth noting, very uncharacteristic for Devin Booker, who has been about the perfect NBA homegrown star that you could expect short of a, a Steph Curry Giannis kind of player.
3: Yeah, I, I really like Booker, but you're right. I mean, you got to face the music. and Because he I mean, would have been there had be they wrong. won the series, Chris. He wouldn't
5: have skipped right. out.
3: It would be wrong after the game regardless, but I'm sure maybe some in the local media might have <laughs> been like, look, dude was just so angry. He was ticked off. They might have given him a pass. But to do it today, a second time, that's, that's tough. That's tough. It's
10: especially since you know and I know that he knows – it's going to cause kick up some dust you know what i mean like it's, right. at this point today he knows what his actions are going to do to the local media and for whatever reason, he decided to, to pass on that responsibility today. And so I don't know if that's because he didn't want to say something he would regret. But, again, that's part of being a professional guy. Right. Sometimes leading, leading is doing all of the things that no one else wants to do and doing it better so that everyone else can follow. And Devin Booker failed in that today.
3: No no absolutely. All right, that's Jody Ayler. Check him out on Jody. the drive every morning during the week on Fox Sports 910 in Phoenix. Thanks a lot, man. Great stuff.
10: Love it, guys. I appreciate you. Yes, yep. sir.
3: See you. Rob, the Lakers, a new starting lineup tonight in game six against the Warriors. This is getting interesting. We're we'll going to that next. I, have a couple, of Fox Sports Radio. Fox
4: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
2: Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangsta Chronicles. Aspects the gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeart Radio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. The big take
6: from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world.
4: Brunson, left wing, Butler on him, steps out. Great twinner again. Good. Jalen Brunson, just like the other night, he's picked up where he left off. Absolute
5: gamer. I love the way that he's setting the tone to start this ball game.
3: All right, that was the progressive play of the day. Progressive's making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com or 1-800-progressive. We of course are the I couple live from the tirerack.com studios and rob big news out of LA. Andrew Wiggins is playing So that's good news for Warriors fans. He'll play through a rib injury. Remember, DeAndre Ayton did not. Uh, I I don't know how comparable the injuries are, but both. We don't know how the severity of them, so it's hard to judge. Right. But um, the Lakers, Rob, a different starting lineup. Rob G, give us the latest.
8: That's right. If you missed the Steve DeSager update earlier in the show, the Lakers will be rolling out in a pivotal game six, a closeout game six. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, and surprise, surprise, Dennis Schroeder.
3: That is interesting. So he's replacing Jared Vanderbilt. Mm. Vanderbilt is a great defender, but just doesn't give him the offense. And so now, I mean, obviously, the the Warriors have laid off him a little bit, let him shoot, and now you're not going to be able to do that with Schroeder. And Schroeder, while he's not as long, obviously, as Vanderbilt, who's 6'9", Man, Schroeder's a good defender. I mean, he gets in you. He gets in you. I'm sure. I imagine he'll be hounding Steph, and so um, this will be interesting. Lakers going a little bit smaller, um, so it'll be interesting to see how this this works out.
5: Yeah, and you know what? Some people say, "Well, why would you do that now? Make a change." It's called coaching, Chris. And right. at some point, you can't be afraid to make changes. I I, I can remember uh with the Clippers um do you remember when they pulled out Pat Beverly right and decided okay enough and went with uh Reggie
3: Jackson do you remember that yes yes that, that was a coaching move Chris yes. it worked for them oh I mean look last night Boston played Robert Williams the third and Al Horford together a lot which was a an adjustment um Golden State obviously has a adjust- they got they got freaking 63 Gary Payton the second starting you know um so yeah these are adjustments that teams make in the playoffs and even and now with more in- injuries um you're gonna see more moves like this I mean a lot of these are adjustments based on strategy but also some of this stuff is re- you know related to guys getting injured And so you're going to see more of this. This is, I can't wait for this game. This is going to be awesome. Um, It's been a great series. And, you know, Rob, what do you think? Because I brought it up with Byron Scott. Like, and he and I agreed. I think what's best for the Lakers would be a LeBron going 27, you know, 14. You don't want him to get out of what he's been doing. It's been working. I I totally
5: agree. Like. Like, why, why would you start doing something different, like, in that standpoint? Like, like that, that's not what's needed. I'm not, like, against a coach making an adjustment. But to think that uh, LeBron needs to uh, turn back the clock and have everybody stand around while he puts up right. 30 shots, I, I, that looks like a
3: mistake. Feels right, understood. Rob G. You uh, as a Laker fan, which LeBron game do you think is better for the team? Him trying to get forty or him doing more of a triple double and obviously scoring in the high twenties? It's got to be somewhere in the middle
8: because what he's been giving them in this series is not enough, in my opinion. He's getting you like twenty-three-two. Yeah, yeah, but he's giving you twenty-three points a game and and you know ten rebounds. Like that's that's good numbers, but for the Lakers to get to where they want to go, LeBron can't just be very good. He has to be great. How's that not enough when they were up three one and now three two? Because each round gets tougher. So unless he's unless he's saving something, well, which I, I don't talking think about he for is
3: tonight. This round, no. Like, so they've play play better when everybody's
8: involved. Right, but even in those games, like the big game against Memphis, the the, the blowout by 40, LeBron was, I think he had 22-6-5 and five through three quarters. So he was on pace for one of those vintage LeBron James performances. That's well, what they I, need from him.
3: I don't think you can say it like that because – He's been on pace for games like he's at 21
8: in the first yeah, half. and then he, he flames had out in the first and then he quarter. flames out cuz he can't sustain it. Right. And that's
3: my point. Like at 38, I don't like if you could put the ball in LeBron's hands and let him control tempo for 40 minutes, yeah, you would do that. That's what he did throughout
8: his career, but he can't do that anymore. Well, the thing is, Chris, we haven't had a single we have we've had, had a real LeBron game. We've had a Steph game, we've had a Rui game, Lonnie Walker. One of these games has to be a LeBron game at some point.
3: I I I, right. I I think people are I I think that's ridiculous because he's like he's leading you in scoring you're seven and four against this two seed. And All right, have a great, great weekend. Team. We out.
0: I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora
1: Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.